Hi, I'm Eitan Weinstein. And I'm Noor Menninger. What do you know about the world of ultra-Orthodox Jews? Probably more or less as much as we, secular Israelis, know. Much of the ultra-Orthodox community lives in self-confinement, enclosed in their almost alternate universe. Only seldom do we catch a glimpse of this secretive, fascinating, and menacing world. And when we do, we're left in awe. Many Philip was born to a well-known ultra-Orthodox family in Petah Tikva. After studying in yeshiva for a few years, many decided to pivot and embark on a new career as a Hasidic singer. His talent was embraced by the Israeli Orthodox community, and he quickly became the most successful Hasidic singer in Israel. But after two albums and a marriage, many began drifting away towards a new life. He decided to return to question, as the Hebrew phrase describes the excruciating process of leaving the religion and becoming a secular Jew. Many became an award-winning documentary filmmaker with a successful international career. He's been living in Los Angeles for several years, but now he's visiting Israel, shooting a new documentary about a new groundbreaking movement that he established. Many Philip joins us today to share his amazing life story. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Roadmap Jerusalem. Roadmap Jerusalem is a very interesting documentary about the connection between the Jewish people and the city of Jerusalem. Guys, I watched this movie, and you're going to want to watch it. It's really moving uh, how Rabbi Nolan Leibovitz really tells the story of Jerusalem, the history of it. He shows you archaeological findings, and he gets you thinking about that connection between the Jewish people and the city. You know, he presents it to you in a really interesting way. You're going to want to check this movie at www.roadmapjerusalem.com. Go to the website. You can download uh, the movie or buy the DVD. You can also stream it on Amazon if you're in the U.S. So again, www.roadmapjerusalem.com. This podcast is made in cooperation with the Jewish Journal, www.jewishjournal.com. Let's let's start at the at the very beginning, I guess, because m- like we mentioned, most of us don't really know what it's like to to grow up as an ultra orthodox uh, Jewish child. So, can you tell us a little bit about, I guess, even the day to day? Like, what what was it like waking up in the morning, going to school? What were these? What were what was your day like? Yeah, the school is. Um... You know, they call it a cheder. Uh-huh. And um, actually what you're doing, you just uh, study Torah and very little other stuff. They call it limudei chol, mean a non-holy uh, study, when you, maybe an hour a day uh-huh. when you're tired. Yeah. But all of the other... Like, like math you, and science. No, almost okay. none. Yeah, just a little bit. Uh-huh. Very, very basic, but just for the first uh, seven years and that's it. Um all day long, you just study Torah and Gemara and Tal- you know Talmud. From what age? Uh, from uh, five, and then I mean five is so you finish at one o'clock and then two and then very soon you s- you finish at seven o'clock in the evening wow. from eight to seven every day, and then you go home and then you um, then you go back and then you go home and then you go back. And you're, of course, from from age five in school with only boys. Only boys, yeah. Only boys. Sure. Yeah. For from a, the very beginning. So what yeah. do you do for fun? No, you, you don't. You're not. Um, <laughs> There's no just, fun. That doesn't no, exist. Almost, yeah, I mean, 
Very little. Yeah, really? There's little, no, yeah. like, I don't know, during the day, there's no recess? There's there no there are recess. Yeah, there are recess. You, you, yeah, there are recess. You, yeah. You're doing some some uh, games, and but very little. Physical activity? No. No. Not really. Wow. It's actually, I, I remember someone was saying, like, it's, it's almost forbidden, or, or it's almost the goyim, what they do is, yeah. is our athletes, being yeah, an athlete. Absolutely, yeah, it's like the Yavonim. The buddies. You know? Yeah, you know, like the, the, the Hanukkah, the, those, the, the Yavonim, they would do. Yeah, the, the Greeks. Greeks. The, the Greeks, yeah, but not, we are not. And uh, today, I think today it's a little bit better but i'm not sure because i'm not sure they think that what matters is the mind right to the jew yeah the mind the, the studying that's what matters yeah yeah it's like yeah so you you went through this i mean you go through this this uh this lifestyle of studying every day from morning until you said seven in the evening I mean, not a, yeah it's not not at five but i think uh fifth grade or yeah. So you start at five very quickly. You, you every, kind every of year, every year it becomes an hour more and hour more. Yeah. Until until high school, until twenty five, until what what age? I mean, when you, I mean, when you go to yeshiva, I mean, mm-hmm. it's like uh, yeshiva. It's uh, ninth grade, mm-hmm. actually. So then you actually study all day long, or not only till seven, maybe till ten. I, mean, I see. But then, but then you're really into it. I mean, I was very into it at the time. Really? It, was, it was kind because of because it becomes fun. your whole world. Yeah, and, yeah, and your dream is to become the biggest rabbi of all time. Wow! And so that's what you do. I remember the first uh, Shavuot, Chag Shavuot. Yes. You know, uh, I was study from the day before, I mean, erev Chag Shavuot, till the the night after. It was like thirty six hours straight. Wow! And it was so, you know, I think I was napping for a few minutes but on it was the table but it was like and you had adrenaline you had yeah absolutely learning. and, and you see, i'm 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 it was it was a great great experience and That's i amazing. was very yeah and i was like 13 years old or something 14 so and it was it was you know it's very exciting because you're yeah. really this is your dream and you're really doing it you know, it's, it's like the stories that you read when you were a child on those rabbis, old rabbi that were, read, you know, they were all of your, their lives, and now you have the chance to do it, and you're doing it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a romantic time for me. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's funny that you speak about it in such romantic ways, because, you know, knowing now, in retrospect, the story and how you eventually left, you still speak about it in this idealizing kind of like your eyes glisten a little yeah. bit when you... Yeah, absolutely. Because, um, yeah, that was the time. Yeah. I mean, a year later, everything started to collapse because I was pushing myself so hard. A, year, a year later after when? When I was like uh, the 10th grade, I uh-huh. couldn't open a book. It was, I, was, I think I was kind of, uh, I had some kind of breakdown or something. Nobody, nobody took care of it. I was just myself. Mm-hmm. But I think I... I I, Could it have been through. puberty? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, I think when when it started, when I felt it, yeah. it was so shocking. Yeah. Because before then, you just you know all pure and everything, and then your body start talking to you, and you don't know what to do, and you feel that you lose everything because uh-huh. it's stronger than you. Yeah. So you lo- you lose everything. When when you lose, you lose. 
before then he was like 100% pure just Torah just you're forbidden then, to feel lust no, I, when I felt when I felt my sexuality just started I didn't know what to do it was like this the, the biggest sin of all and I couldn't and so I felt that everything is kind of collapsing and I I lost grasp, grasp of everything. Did you have anyone to talk to about no, this? No. No. Absolutely one. no. So I yeah, so so the so the next uh year it was I just couldn't do anything. I mean, couldn't study, couldn't. And it was horrible, horrible time. Because you so, had no idea how to deal with this thing that was happening in your I, mind and your body. Was, I think it was more than that. I felt that I'm losing everything that I built and dreamed a year before. Mm-hmm. A year before it was like totally i was totally into it and then everything collapsed and i felt that i i felt lost in a way that i think i had a breakdown at the time i see and just and to emphasize me, um there is no mental health at the at orthodox the, at, at, world at, i don't know what happened this day but in my time no there's no, no. such thing as going to a psychiatrist no, no absolutely not nobody nobody depression actually, is not recognized nobody i just people just could understand what happened to the but this is much this. more basic than depression i mean yeah but this still, is I'm, yeah, I'm yeah just saying this is like you you but what i'm understanding now is that it's more than just you don't know how to deal with these thoughts you're you're actually losing this this thing that you've built up this entire your entire childhood yeah yeah S- but eventually so it took me another another year and then i i moved to Uh, the higher yeshiva, yeshiva gdola, mm-hmm. um, and then I I was much smarter, yeah, and I started from scratch again, and I again become the one of the best uh, scholars, uh, whatever, <laughs> yeah, scholars, yeah. kids, uh, yeshiva bochim uh, in the yeshiva, and, and but I was much smarter, so I I took times here and there to to travel a little bit, so so uh, how did you deal with this? How did you grapple with this emerging i mean because i i don't want to i don't want us to beat beat around the bush too much but you i mean it's your sexuality is coming is coming out yeah. at this time so how did you deal with it so i mean, I, how- i deal with that as, as i dealt with that as a part of my life so i was i mean it's two years passed and i and then i i realized i have to okay this is it and i need to deal with that so it was hard it was very hard i mean but still i was um My dreams were to become uh, the biggest rabbis of all. <laughs> so I, I, I did my best. Okay. And then I, was, I, I, got, I got married very young. And That's all the, yeah. the issue for the time being. So, okay, so you're getting married. And how, how do you become one of the most known singers and Hasidic musicians in Israel? Uh, okay. So uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I'm, as I said, I'm humble, but I don't think I was, I was pretty successful, but I'm just, <laughs> uh, but not <laughs> the, not the most, uh, yeah. For us, uh, you were the greatest okay. one. Yeah. yeah, I was, I was pretty, pretty good. Um, but what, what, what happened that after I, I got married, year passed, years passed, and I realized that something does it. doesn't work you know you need to find you need to have some you need to have parnasa you need to have money mm-hmm. uh, and you need to you have children started and then you you know you, you don't have the 
the yeshiva that you know the I mean you you are on your own and your and yeah. so your eyes start opened and I you see. start to feel that there are there is some questions emerging and actually I had questions since I was a child I think when I was 11 I, who said that there is a God and I, I felt very bad every time that they felt how they they treat women and I remember I took my my sister she was three years old to Simchat uh, Bet HaShoeva I mean uh, the the when after Suk- in Sukkot yeah. in the Sukkot holiday they're doing every night they're doing some uh, party with music and everything the Shiva so I took my sister she was three years old uh-huh. and there was Shiva the the head the headmaster yeah. Shiva he came to me and said you have to take her out right away and she was she wanted to be with me with her big brother yeah to dance and stuff it she's a little kid she's a little kid so those things just bugged me so for many many years so all of my studies and everything were shadowed yeah it, it, I tried to kind of find ans- answers but after the marriage and after the years passed and I understood there is no real answers and some and things start to feel wrong and so you see the word yeah passing by yeah and you cannot touch it where and did you live no I drew uh, Jerusalem what do you mean you see the world passing by and you can't touch it in what way um you see you, uh, let's think about love okay my marriage wasn't great you know mm-hmm. it was a shidduch it was it wasn't great uh so you see that you see that there is a love outside but you cannot touch it you literally you see, see love in the see bus love in the bus you see love in the street and you cannot touch it you li- you see uh people uh doing what they want and you cannot because you're still there and you start n- you have your questions mm-hmm. so and the time passing and yeah. the stress is getting bigger and bigger you feel like like it's like it's uh a bird in like, a cage like it's slipping between your fingers yeah. so i started but before then i started to okay so i started to sing because mm-hmm. i like to sing i'm i always like to sing when i was little kids i always like to sing so i started to sing as a, a way to make some money mm-hmm. and that's how it started so my friend i have friend that have a a band in a wedding band so he let me sing for free in the beginning and very soon people asked me to sing for money so that's how it started and then I had my own band and then I got divorced and then I oh I, I, I produced uh, my first CD mm-hmm. so you got divorced uh, yeah be, uh, that's before that's I, rare that's right in the, uh, the don't see it all yeah community. yeah but i i couldn't i couldn't stay there i mean I, my marriage wasn't great so and how many you, kids yeah uh, five kids five kids in that marriage yeah and then you yeah. got divorced yeah so that must have been tough very very and how was that received but, by your wife now ex-wife uh, and your it was it, was, it wasn't it, it wasn't great but i still i i i still was uh, orthodox and everything so it wasn't the end it of was, the world oh, yeah 
So, Could have been worse. Yeah. At least you're still orthodox. <laughs> exactly. <that's it. laughs> Little did they know. So I, 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 I produced my first CD, yeah. and then it was a big success. It became album of the year, and then I produced the second CD, again album of the year. You make a lot of money? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was good. Uh, and, but, but the questions was there. And the yeah. whole thing that, that I, and then I was already divorced. And the, so yeah, the, but it's interesting what he mentions because it's like, you know, people would assume you're making all this great money and you're, you have all this fame. It's yeah. like, forget these questions. Exactly. They're just, exactly. Whatever. They're just questions. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, it's a good question. So what happened that, that I, I felt that I kind of, I mean, the time passed and I felt that my life that I live my life in a mask in a lie yeah so I because I, I I stopped believing in more and more stuff I see and but I am a singer well known singer so I have to be I have to continue you have this and, image and then and then I got the highest so I decided that I'm going to stop mm-hmm I'm going to finish. I'm going to stop. I'm going to finish my career because I knew that if as soon as I become a secular, I, my career going to to the drain. Okay? Yeah. So I decided to do it, and then and I decided to do it. I think I, I had a few a few shows that I already uh, that I already signed up. Had lined up, yeah. Yeah. So I I think I decided to do it. I think it was January or something, 2000 or maybe 2001, something like that. And then someone called me. They want me to go to the U.S. for eight thousand dollars to do yes. a tour, music to do, tour, not a tour to, for one show. For one show, and it was huge money at the time. I mean, we're talking about twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. For me, it was huge. It was the highest, uh, yeah. huge money. I, I just you, you need to understand the whole career was about three years. Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. I started ninety-seven, nineteen, and two thousand. I was out. So the whole career, the whole everything is, is you said. Eight, yeah, and this is eight thousand dollars to your pocket, meaning the flight and hotel. Yeah, and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything them. it's yeah. to my pocket. So what do you do? So I, I, I would have went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and for sure. And I, I, but the price was that I have to, to wait another six months. Ah, because it was in six months. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm, and live in a lie for six more yeah. months. And then I, decide, I, I said, okay, wow. that's, going to, that's going to continue. So I'm going to be in this trap again forever. more and forever. So I decided, no, I'm not taking it because I can't. I, I mean, if I'll do it, I, that's, so I have to make a choice. Yeah. I said, no. And they went crazy. Who do, you think, who do you think you are? I mean, not to me. They talked to my uh, my manager. Talk to who my agent. Think? No, really? they talked to yeah. me. They were so angry that I said <laughs> no because, they, you know. Yeah, they got offended. Who do, absolutely, but I couldn't do it. So that's 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 it's not happened. personal, guys. It's not personal. Absolutely. It's personal to me, yeah. not to you. Yeah. So I decided not to do it, and that I stopped, and then everything uh, So went. you actually documented... Um, your process, right? Yeah, but not. Yeah, but it's interesting. I documented mostly from their point Who's? forward. I mean, I have that a, point. Yeah, I have a little bit for before then, but it's mostly from that point forward. The whole process of because when I left, then the problem started. Then I lost my kids with 
huge fight. I lost all of all of my money and I lost the kids. And then I lost, I lost, I lost. Well, okay, wait, was, I want yeah. I want to get to that because that's that's fascinating. But I want to end and tragic. But I want to ask first of all, like, how did I mean? Was it like one day you're wearing, uh, you know, a strimal and a payas? I mean, I don't know all the yeah, right yeah. attire for, but like you're wearing all those clothes, and the next day you're in no. torn jeans and no, a, no, and no, a, no. It was a process. Yeah. I mean, I everybody knew that I become more and more modern. You know, I had a big beard and become a very, very little and smaller, smaller, smaller. And no tzitzis anymore for some time, and you know more some jeans. You know, I become more and more modern. What was the biggest change you feel that was like? Okay, this is when you cut your payas. Yeah, you cut your payas, and you cut, and you and you and you take off your your kippah, your yarmulke, and that's it. I mean, when it when it's become public, when there's no question, nobody. I mean, when your friend are the friends that you that they know who you are, and you and you can. And you have friends. You know that's one of the most, the the, the hardest thing that, because when you when you live in both life, you have no friends that you can really talk to because your friends in your life are not, they don't know who you are. You cannot talk to them really. The other friend they they see you as a as the outsider. The tea, as the, yeah. You know it's, they don't nobody understands nobody, you. So you you live between. Yeah. Yeah. So you eventually uh, go through this process. You. You end up a secular Jew, and you say you lose your kids. How how does that happen? That's that's. I mean, then I have a, I have a film about it. We talk about it. Uh, what's it What's it called? Uh, Let there be light, and um, it's 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 not easy. I mean, it's a rabbinical court, uh, and they decided that I can see my kids just two hours a week, um, in a another orthodox family just because i'm not orthodox anymore uh, it's a, it's what, do, a long, what do you mean i'm sorry i didn't understand you i you, have a meeting just two hours a week with all of my five kids that's with the an, agreement that's okay. a, that's what the the with another orthodox family yeah. another family needs to be yeah. present yeah and they have no to make sure they have no they have no professional knowledge or something that <laughs> just because like they are no none just so to make sure, I remember once I told my, I explained my kids the difference between uh, Hebrew calendar to uh, uh, Christian yeah. calendar, you know. And in Israel, everybody used the the, the, the Gregorian the, calendar. Yeah, yeah, everybody used it because we needed it for checks, for the bank, for everything. And then I got a letter. If you will continue teach them, the kids, those stuff, you will lose your meeting with them the two hours that they were yeah. kind enough to yeah, give you i got and a letter you know the, the the question that i guess every american would ask you by that point is why didn't you go isn't there a court a family court which is non-religious why did you go to the religious so court? the answer the answer is that the, the rabbinical court has the power in israel it's the it's equivalent to the family court if you it depends when you go if you go first to this one, and I, I didn't know everything. I was very, you know. Yeah. I, they, she, she, she went to the rabbinical court, and they, and this, the process started. I, I tried to, 
I try first, to. Uh, how do you say in English? First, uh, get first yeah. come, first serve. Yeah. So you're saying that you that you can go. There are two courts. You can go to either court, mm -hmm. but it depends. Whichever one you go to first, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. And she went to the rabbinical yeah. court, so yeah. that's it. And that's yeah. what happens in most cases, whether it's the mother who goes out or the father, no matter. But usually, they go first to the rabbinical court yeah. because the moment everybody knows what to do. Whereas the non-religious uh, guy or the guy who's becoming or yeah. girl who's becoming secular, they don't know those things. Yeah. And by the they time know they know, it's too late. And and it's but it's complicated. I took uh, I took um, I hired a, a lawyer. A lawyer. I paid a lot of money. Anyway, I lost. Uh, I mean, many years passed. I mean, we're talking about twenty years or so, or fifteen years. So many years passed. I mean. My and life is different now. Mm -hmm. And just uh, to emphasize another point, when you document your uh, process, you weren't the only one from your family, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my I have. Uh, we are like six of us uh, that left later on. From your bro brother, my brother, sisters, yeah, my siblings. Out of eleven, so the better half. Yeah, today, yeah. I, I don't know. Today, uh, um, we are good. All of us. Yeah, we are yeah. good. Do I you... love my I love my other brothers and sisters. So we all better. We all great. Uh, I actually even my parents. It's okay now. So uh -huh. yeah. which I, is I'm not obvious. Not all. Parents. No, no, no. It was it was very very. Uh, it was very painful process. We are talking about ten years or so that we had no connection at all. But so, in many cases but today. Oh, but yeah. in many cases. Um, the, the parents cut the cords and that's it. That, that's that's exactly what happened with us. But you know, after years and years and years, mm -hmm. it was rebuilt. Yeah, I see. Okay, so you managed to come out of this kind of not unscathed. I mean, definitely with quite a bit of scars. Um, but you managed to kind of build pull yourself, yeah, pull yourself, you know, together and build a life, and uh, which you know, which isn't, I guess, to be taken for granted. And you've done, you know, quite a few amazing things since, you know, including your documentary filmmaking and including this new initiative, um, which uh, we were talking about a bit of, about about it before the show and we tried to translate it. I guess, you know, direct translation is this is my childhood. Mm -hmm. So which in Hebrew is uh, Zuyalduti. And yeah. it's a hashtag right now, but it's also a movement. Yeah. Um, so could you tell us a little bit about that? How did it start? Okay. It's about four months ago, I decided to open uh, a Facebook group for Yotzim uh, B'Shela. In, in America, they call it Of The Derech. It's people that were Orthodox, like me. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's not very important. I have my life already kind of rebuilt, but there are... A lot of new, new. How many? Do we it's know? Hard, it's hard to tell. In my group, there is uh, there are uh, fourteen hundred people, uh, but maybe it's much more than that. I I really don't know. But there are a lot it's of thousands. People. Let's say it's safe to assume it's that a, every a, year yeah. thousands of of people. Maybe not every year, but I think it's safe to assume that there are thousands of people that left the mm -hmm. Orthodox Orthodox community. And they need help because they have no, a lot of times they have no connection with the parents and the and, and community mm -hmm. and, and they go into the world without any education. And there are some, um, some organizations that help them, but I felt that we need a, a Facebook group. Mm -hmm. So they have, it's more like um, 
social community. support yeah social community support to one another i i believe if i had this kind of group at the time with people that have already done it mm-hmm. maybe i would pay much less the the price yeah. that i would pay was much less uh, yeah i think hard. anybody who's going through a serious crisis in their life looks out to the world and asks themselves, are there other people yeah. that are going through this? Yeah. I want to hear what they have to say. And, and this group, what's beautiful about this group, that there are like at least two generations. It's my generation, the people that already done it, and we, it's not only me, it's all, it's all of my friends that we started together, mm-hmm. and all of the younger the generation. Now they have someone to look to, because... One of the the biggest uh, the biggest um, obstacles fears yeah. fears that people say okay you're going to lose everything you're going to end up nothing you know nobody and that's very scary but you cannot stay there because you don't you're not believing that. and people you know people are suffering a lot sometimes suicide so yeah a lot not a lot but enough enough more yeah <laughs> more than one enough. is a lot more yeah. So, but now they see, actually, there are a lot of people that already did it, and they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not me, it's all of us. Pretty good, everybody's... What's the know, name of the group, by the way, just uh, out of curiosity? It's, in Hebrew, it's called Bocharim Chadash, it means uh, re-choose. Choosing anew. Re-choose, uh, yeah. uh, the new choice or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Something, yeah. Um, and... Um, it's it's very it become very su- successful very very um and is it only for for four months or maybe it's only for these people or yeah. other people can also go in no it's for it's for uh, people that already did it mm-hmm. and people that are in the process mm-hmm. and here and there are some secular people that really want to become part of the community they are welcomed of course because we are want to be secular yes. so it's not that yeah. But it's not for people that already that they are orthodox because it's not sure. for them. So, so what is this movement? So, what happened? What happened that a few about eight weeks ago, my brother uh, uh, wrote a story about what happened to him to him when he was a child in the school, and the story he he told was pretty horrible. What What's the story? Um, it's It's a very horrible. Uh, abusing when he was a child with uh, sticks and with uh, hands and with um, uh, paddles cable cords you know yeah whipping him whipping I mean it was sorry for for the specifics but sexual also or just physical in his case the story of my brother was only physical but when we are talking about eight years of horrible horrible physical abusing mm-hmm. and and when you read it you cannot believe that it's really happened so he shared it on facebook on in the group in the group, and the group is a closed group so nobody can and, and you know it's very hard to share stories that you that you conceal for 25 years or something but he did it and people uh, reacted amazingly and people said, actually, it happened, it, it happened to me too. And another story came out. And it was actually even worse. And another story came out. And it's, uh, it was actually even worse than the second one. Just imagine a, a kid that, a little kid, four years old, that 
they, they her teacher uh, tied her hands. hands for hours in the middle of the in the middle of the of the classroom the classroom for hours she couldn't and she has like scars all, almost for or, or or actually my brother that he was five years old and he was for a second uh, dozing kind of, off yeah kind of he actually was fell asleep yeah and he his teacher take him take him by his ear to the air the whole body was Fuck. hanging yeah and that's how he was waking up and then when he was four five years old and 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 it and, and it continued from there much worse um so yeah so, so this this so, kind of started a snowball effect yeah and then my brother got uh empowered and he wrote the the, the face I, uh, with me i helped him a little bit for the uh, editing and stuff and he, and he put it in his, in his facebook page the public facebook page mm-hmm. and then something started it's a kind of reshared like a hundred more than a hundred times and people start to telling more and more stories and then i we talked me and my brother and we decided that we have to make some hashtag for it because what hashtag does when you click on the hashtag you get all the, the list all of the, the stories. stories so we have to find a hashtag and put all of them together so <clears> we thought about it and we, we thought about the zuyal duty which means my childhood or this is my childhood and it's based on the, uh, a very beautiful song uh, by Mati Kaspi in Israel um, and it's a beautiful song about childhood but this is the opposite of beautiful yeah. kind of ironic yeah and it become it's become a bigger and bigger and the first time in history in my life at least that the Haredi community the Orthodox community actually kind of um, accepted that and actually supported support support us they support really? really almost yes it H- was, how it so was, how so so some the, the, his story my brother's story uh was shared in a Haredi uh, facebook group and some people start to said no it was you're just a liar just you just you know of the derech or mm-hmm. you know kind Sinner. of person they yeah And people say, "No, he's not a liar. I was there." And another guy, "No, in my school was actually worse than that." Those are Orthodox guys. Orthodox guys. And in was on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, it's, yeah, it's, it's not happening. like it's, it's happening. Common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's become it's become bigger and bigger and and kind of uh consensus. Mm-hmm. And then so and then we I, I opened uh, a Facebook page. called Zuyal Duti or My Childhood mm-hmm. and and then the, the newspapers start to talk about that and we have already had like I think five and it's 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 really horrible it's it's now it's it's not only physical mostly physical but also sexual abuse and physical abuse and you realize that it's a it's a, a story of through it's it, everywhere in Israel mm-hmm. everywhere Every kind of school it's Haider it's not every school of it's not every Haredi school it's the the school that are not under uh, the Misrada Hinur under yeah, the, the government yeah but they are funded by the state. yeah yeah but not yeah They're, yeah not controlled but funded mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so public money yes yeah, yeah absolutely there. 
But it, but you know, it's not it actually. It, it doesn't matter. Sure. The horrible thing that actually kids have no normal childhood. Just it's horrible and sadistic mm-hmm. in a way that you have to read. I was reading it, and believe me, I was there. I I was a child in the same school. I know mm-hmm. exactly what they're talking about, and I couldn't read the stories. I read that, and I was crying every day. And, you know, just some basic questions that we need to get out of the way. What would happen to your brother if he went home and reported and told his father about that? I mean, yeah, it's you a know... Yeah, it's a good question. I, I'm not going to, to talk about the, the... Speci- my, my, my parents specifically. Okay, but generally so, speaking, generally you, speaking. Could, you could get more. <laughs> you get more because... Revenge. You get, you get punished in the school, meaning you're not okay. So you get more. And more from the from parents? From the parents. Okay. And actually, parents couldn't do anything because that's, that's the only way. That's the only way that they had. Otherwise, they would ban from the community. Orthodox don't go to the police. Yeah. And if you go to the police, and actually we went to, my brother went to the police, the, I went to the police, the police, they're, they're not doing anything. They don't want. They when don't did you want, go? Back then? Years ago. Not when, I, yeah, years ago. Uh-huh. My brother went years ago. When you were kids ago. or when you were adults? No, when we were adults. <clears throat> but, and I know a lot of stories that they go to the police and police say it's not, it, it's, it doesn't, it's not a matter of the public or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's horrible. It's happened again and again and again and again and again. So, well, I mean, a kid... Ah. It, but he went as an adult about what happened to him as a child. Yeah, but when it's still relevant. Yeah, when it, when it was still relevant. Still yeah. relevant. When he was, let's say, uh, just 18 or, yeah, or something. Yeah, so the police, I don't know why. they don't, Nobody, actually, a, a, a little kid, a Haredi little kid has no place to go. Has no place to go. And so I, so now I decided to go and make a movie about it. Mm-hmm. So we, I just, I finished now, I finished uh, three days of shooting. Uh, I hired a, um, I hired a uh, executive producer. Whole crew. And the, the whole crew, yeah. And he actually talked with about 80 or maybe 100 people and he managed to get permission, I mean, to find uh, 18 people who were willing to tell their stories for the camera. And we had a very, like, three marathon days of uh, testimonies. Mm-hmm. And believe me, it was hard. Some very hard. Stuff. Very tense. And so we just finished the shooting. And, uh, now the editing is going to be The editing, goes, yeah. Yes. You're going I mean, to edit it? Uh, maybe. Maybe I'll get some help. Uh, it's very... Uh, I have... Uh, there is so much to edit from so and maybe we'll we have a more like uh, another website that's going to go with the movie with the full testimonies Mm -hmm. so i mean edited testimonies but more full and uh, maybe today is a little bit better Mm -hmm. maybe that's how they say but i don't know you can't really not everywhere not everywhere if it is better it doesn't promise you that the the police will handle things today they differently. Want, they want. They so, want. Actually, actually, they 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 just they they want. They want. So even if it is a little bit better, still, if a kid the, gets raped, he still has no one to go to. Absolutely. And and uh, and uh, I don't know what happened with the movie. I'm just telling the story, and I hope something happened. If not, at least 
people will start talking about it because I can tell you that when you read the stories, it's like stories that sometimes 10 years old, sometimes five, sometimes 45. Mm-hmm. And when the people, when people telling the, their story, it's like, it's like you, you hear it like it happened yesterday mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they never talked about it before. Yeah. And this, I mean, this is not... And this okay. isn't this isn't just happening in uh, at 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 the levels of childhood. Meaning, when a community is weak, people are preying on that community from at all, at all levels, at all ages. And you, I mean, just in short, because we're probably close to finishing on time. But you actually um, had another uh, initiative, another amazing thing you did, which involved a certain uh, non for profit organization, which was helping. Haredi women also like yourself, not Haredi women like yourself, but Haredi women who went through the same process yeah, as you, yeah. who uh, left the religion and became secular. And, and could you tell us what happened there and how you tackled that? Yeah, it, it was a, it, yeah, another about four or five months ago, uh, one of the organizations that's supposed to help those people. Yeah, yeah the, one of the... Uh, the head of the he was using uh using his power yeah. to pray and uh, i'm i'm just happy to say that he is out but and, the, but this organization was actually set up to help women who are who are let me let me rephrase please yeah. okay so just to make it clear there are organizations mm-hmm. that help and uh, so are you involved with them and what do they do no i i am I never involved with uh, official organizations, but I'm trying to help. What do they when do? I these can. Organizations? They're just helping. They're just helping with the education, with a place to stay, with uh, some to people uh, who uh, live religion. Yeah, yeah. Also and, uh, apartments, and, uh, right? Yeah, and apartments sometimes. Yeah. So uh, it was said to re- uh, we were said to realize that even those organizations, one of them. Was uh, one of them was using it, his power to mm-hmm. pray, and I'm I'm happy to say that it's that we managed to push him out, yeah, and replace all the whole board, and now it's a, but yeah, I I I, I agree that when you when you when they they. Yeah, I agree that when a, sometime, when a community is weak. Yeah, I think that's really one of the issues is that it's a community that is being suppressed i mean not only from absolutely the mental uh place but physically sexually they're being suppressed in all elements yeah. that, and they're it's a weak community that that yeah. then is, is so what what we're doing now i mean it's become all over the place it's it's long uh after facebook time i mean now it's it's in the in the, the radio in Galei mm-hmm. Tzahal, like every, almost every day they're talking about the Zuyal Duti mm-hmm. uh, hashtag or movement or whatever uh, we want to call it. It's, um, it was a few times on the newspapers, uh, different kind of, and now they have another program that they're working on it. They're talking with us and they're working in, in another, in the TV, uh, you know, uh, I told about that. And uh, now I'm working on the film because for me, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not about... Let's do something, and I really hope to continue with it. So maybe some change will happen because, really, 
there is it's a huge thing and it's horrible yeah. thing and the the kids are there the some of kids i'm not saying every school because who knows how many schools but right. some i know by i know for fact that some of those uh statistics uh teachers are still in the system in the system i know for a fact mm-hmm. right so i hope so you're really doing a mitzvah in the end of the day and you can you can fix tikkun olam Uh, you can say that, uh, or you can say I'm just mo- making a movie. Um, what do you miss the most? Uh, maybe both. What do you miss the most about your old life, if at all? Uh, I don't miss anything, because, I mean, I used to miss here and there. I used to miss the Shavuot, to the, you know, those times that you are uh, sitting and study for 36 hours straight. It's I mean, a trance. Something very... Something very But not anymore. I mean, today, after so many years, I, I think I found the way to have both. Mm-hmm. I'm doing holidays. I'm doing Shabbatot. If I, I'm going to shul if I like. But I'm reading the Torah in a secular eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have everything. So what is Judaism for you today? Uh, I mean, I, I don't believe in, uh, in, I mean, the whole faith thing. I don't really believe. Uh, Judaism is my race, you can say, that if there is such a such thing. And it's my tradition. It's my uh, people, my community. And that's it. I mean, it's my Santa Claus. I mean, it's just nice. <laughs> it's just okay. It just, uh, and, it's, and it's interesting. I mean, the, the whole education, the whole, the whole system that mm-hmm. they have a lot of good stuff there like every religious every religion religion yeah yeah so uh is there a netflix release date for for your upcoming film <laughs> um i i really don't know uh, let's hope uh, let's hope i mean the, the 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 testimonies are so strong yeah i mean some of them we i couldn't speak mm-hmm. i couldn't speak when it finished i just couldn't speak and yeah. i you know We had a little kid, 11 years old. He was with his mother. Telling the story. Telling his story. story. And at the end, he looked to the camera. I told him if he want to say something to his, to his uh, teachers. And he said, okay, you want to... You want to... Uh, I have to treat us like dogs, right? That you just... How do you say that you want to... educate dog you don't educate the dogs you, you want to train it train train tame yeah okay tame tame okay so that's what you want to do okay so so treat us like dogs don't beat us give us some treat talk to us stop beating us and this is a little kid talk to the camera amazing look uh, I hope we can see that ASAP everywhere that movie and those testimonies and that hashtag and yeah the hashtag is Hebrew but you can use Google Translate you know we'll, we'll just put a link uh, to the hashtag on Facebook and use Google Translate and you can read uh, not Google Facebook Translate yeah, and you, you can read the, status, anymore, yeah. the, the things that people wrote and many you have a website right yeah manyphilip.com and M- Philip with one L M-E-N-I P-H-I-L-I-P Yeah, I need to actually re- <laughs> redo re- it. redoing it now that you... Yeah, I... I, I you should uh, just yeah. get both of them. 
sorry you should just get both domains both domains. many philip with one l and two l's and direct <laughs> okay. to the same place all right, all right. and uh social media uh, yeah again many philip uh, facebook twitter facebook. your twitter yeah twitter i'm not very very active in twitter more okay. facebook and okay. uh yeah Cool, and you have films. I don't know, are there so are there's they visible? A, yeah, the, somewhere. Uh, Let it be light is in Vimeo. You can uh, you can search Let it be light by Manny Philip, uh, and with subti- English subtitles. Okay, we'll put the link. Yeah, and you can you can uh, the other film that well, is called Sinner, S I N N R. Sinner, yeah, yeah. It's on actually on YouTube. Sinner by Manny Philip. Okay, it's a thirty minutes uh, fictional film about. Uh, Again, child abuse. Somehow I'm in this uh, project, in his uh, subject. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, check out the films um, and look up Many Philip. Uh, amazing things that you're doing. There's plenty of stuff to, to look at and to uh, research and, and appreciate. Before we go, we have a collaboration with the Jewish Journal, uh, which is a uh, Jewish and uh, just in general news source out in uh, Los Angeles, jewishjournal.com. Check them out. They have great articles, great columns. Uh, Danielle uh, Barron, Ben Shapiro writes for them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Check them out, jewishjournal.com. And, uh, you know, guys, we accept do- uh, donations. You know, Ethan just came by the other day. He opened my fridge. There was nothing in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we need to get some donations so you can get so, some food. Because all our time is going to this podcast and uh, we're doing it uh, on our free time. So, so feed Naor. <laughs> feed Ethan too. Uh, you can go to 2NJB.com uh, slash donate and throw some money at us. Any sum is appreciated. And that is it, guys. Many, thank you so much for coming. Good luck with your future endeavors. Thank you, Thank Manny. you so much. Thank you so Both much. Both of you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.